Hey guys, it's Kylie and welcome back to another episode of Keeping It Real with Kylie. I just made some honey and peppermint tea. I had to make sure that my throat was <laughs> great for this um, podcast episode. So on this episode, you guys, we're going to discuss my turn-ons, my turn-offs, and also, what not to say to a trans girl, in my opinion, because of course, I can only give my opinion. What some trans girls might think is okay to say to them versus what I think, you know. Um, so that's what we're going to do on this episode. Before we get into all that, what we're actually going to do is I'm going to tell you about my week. I don't even know what day is it. Oh, it's Thursday. <laughs> Sorry. The, the days in the winter time when I hibernate, I don't go anywhere. I don't make that many plans. The days just blend together. So the most exciting thing that happened to me this week was on Tuesday, I actually made a Discord server. And you're probably like, Kylie, why are you on Discord? Why did you make a server? So I actually made the Kylie Karma NSFW 18 plus server because I was thinking to myself, I have so many followers, but they're all on different sites. Where can I make one centralized location where they can get updated on everything, whether it's travel dates, my posts on TikTok, my podcast episodes, NSFW um, teasers, um, OnlyFans promotions. And I was like, why don't I just make my own server and there we go. Anybody who wants to join it to be, you know, at the hub of all things Kylie Karma will join it. So it's actually been really crazy. Um, the last time I checked you guys, um, the very first day we had, I think, over 500 or more users or members, I guess they're called members, join. I'm going to just click on it now. Okay, it's at 776 members. Uh, it says 85 are online right now. So, yeah, this has been only up for two days, and we have almost 800 members. So, I'm hoping to reach, you know, a thousand by the weekend. That's my goal. Um, and it's not just all about me on it. I, I mean, so it is 18 plus. So, if you're not 18 or over, you can't be on my server. Um, so the first thing you'll see when you join it is the rules section and you have to like, kind of like agree to the rules with reacting with an emoji and then it unlocks the, the server. Now, depending on your roles and other reactions, there's a couple pages that won't automatically been, be, I guess, um, unlocked on my server. So we have like a girls only chat and that's for like the females that, um, um, choose the rule like female, whether they're cis or trans. And then we have the dick rating rules, which is separate from the main rules. And if you react to that, you will get the dick rating channel. So with the dick rating and ass rate, there's an ass rating channel too. I made, I made the dick rating one first and then people were asking me if I would rim their ass. And I'm thinking like, why don't I just tell you guys if I'll eat or pass? <laughs> it sounds like a piece of pie, like a like at Thanksgiving or something like, hey, do you want a slice of this now? Or do you want a slice of this? Yeah, I'll eat that, but I'll pass on this one. Anyways, so yeah, um, 
and then stuff for like dms open clothes pronouns whatever but um the ass rating and dick rating channels are separate because i want people to actually consent to wanting to join them so they don't just get inundated with seeing all these ass pics and dick pics on those channels now those channels i i'm the one who gives the rating nobody else rates you but other people can see your posts as long as they're in those channels too. So, but I've done a lot of, since this went up, you guys, I did a lot of dick ratings and a lot of ass ratings. And for the dicks, I rate it out of 10. And for the asses, I just say eat or pass. And most, most people I pass on because I'm very picky when it comes to eating ass. Um... Wow, we're getting so dirty right off the bat. But I just wanted to tell you guys, that was the beginning of my week. That's the most exciting thing that happened this week is I created the Discord server. So if you guys feel like you're interested in that at all, that would be great for you to join. Um, the link is on my FetLife. It's on my Twitter. It's posted on my Instagram story, my Snapchat story. If you are listening to this podcast and you want to join it, just send me a message. And if you're not sure how to join it, I'll send you the link to the server and then you can read the rules and the rest will be history. Now, continuing on to the actual main topic of this episode, um, actually I'll be right back. I'm going to take a quick break. Hey guys, and welcome back to Keeping It Real with Kylie. So let's dive right into my turn-ons and my turn-offs. So before we get into that directly, I want to just say like what my kind of type in a guy is, because I'm very specific, but also not as judgy in other things. And I don't want to even say I'm judgy. I'm just very picky. Like I can't just sleep with any guy. And I know that is definitely... um you know, a misconception about me because of my job. Of course, if someone's paying me to do my work, it is different. It is an entirely different situation. But if I'm talking about in my personal life, I can't just sleep with any guy. So here's the thing. I prefer circumcised dick. I like cut cock. Uncut dick, I am not a fan of. Now, does that mean I've never been with an uncut dick? No, of course, I've been with men that were uncut before and I've been with men that were uncut before with this is a trigger warning because it's going to be gross dick cheese and it was literally disgusting that happened to me when I was like 18 in Halifax once and it was nasty as fuck um and ever since then I had a bad taste in my mouth pun not intended but you can I guess I guess it works I had a bad taste in my mouth about uncut men. And am I going to, is it weird of me to categorize them all the same? You can say whatever you want, but it's a preference of mine. I prefer circumcised dick. I believe that everyone should be cut. Um, And yeah, that's just my preference. So when it comes to guys, I give preferential treatment to guys that have circumcised cocks. If a guy has a nice cut cock, it's nice and smooth. Um, You know, there's not a lot of bush. Um, just, I don't mind, it doesn't have to be, like, completely smooth, like a, you know, like, like a girl, like, I mean, he can have stubble down there and it's fine, but, like, you know, I don't want to bush, bush, that's, that's just the only thing with that, you know, so if he has that, that's A-okay with me, that's perfect, that's the part I want. Now, um, look-wise, the rest of him, um, 
if he's a little chunky or chubbier, I I don't discriminate against that. I mean, it is it is what it is. As long as he's handsome, and I guess what's handsome to me and what's handsome to somebody else is two different things. Now, do I like a nice hot muscle daddy? Of course. But that's not really my go-to type when I date. I normally go for skinnier slash average body builds that are kind of on the geeky, nerdy side. I, and the reason being is I myself personally, I like to be the rose. I don't want to be the dandelion in the relationship. I want to be the rose. So when I, when really hot, muscular guys want to like take me out and, you know, they want to take me on a date and and whatever... I kind of get insecure because it's like I'm not as hot as them and I feel like they're going to attract a lot of female attention. I'd rather pick a guy that's not going to attract as much female attention straight up because I'm insecure. And that's just how I feel. I feel more comfortable in a relationship like that because I don't have to worry, especially where I've obviously been cheated on and things have happened to me in the past. Um... Yeah, I don't want to have to worry about, you know, is he in other girls' DMs or is girls in his Snapchat DMs and, and all that nonsense. So that's kind of like my type. I prefer older. I'm 28 years old. If a guy's 25, that's fine. But if he's like 20, 19, no, no. I, I don't even like to hook up with guys that young. Like, I, I honestly like to hook up with guys 25 or older. If somebody says they're 40, 40 or above, like 40 to 59, perfect. Like, I would marry a guy that's 40 to 59. So that's kind of my type. I, I don't mind 25 and up, but um, I'm really attracted to older men. I like to be the younger, submissive girl in the bedroom. It's just the dynamic that works for me and that turns me on the most. Um, now, as for my turn-ons, what I like in the bedroom, I absolutely, uh, let's just, yeah, we'll talk about my turn-ons first. So, as for turning turn-ons, I personally like to kiss, I like to make out, uh, I like tongue-kissing, I don't mind getting sloppy, I don't mind if a guy spits in my mouth, you know, I don't mind any of those things, those things are all a-okay with me. I love when a guy licks and sucks on my nipples, plays with my breasts. Um, they are sensitive. Um, they go in and out in stages with sensitivity. I mean, sometimes they're they're more sensitive than others. Um, and it's just a turn on for me. So if a guy is really good at sensually licking and sucking, I don't like no aggressive like licking and sucking on my I, breasts. I like when he takes his time and he's like, you know, grabs them firmly, but like he's nice and sensual with his licks and his sucking and, you know, he takes his time. So I like that. Um, I don't mind being choked, whether it's just while making out, um, while being fingered, while being fucked. I love, love, love when a guy pins me down, chokes me, or spanks me. I like that aggressiveness. I like feeling like my body belongs to him. So that's a major turn on for me. Um, I do not mind a guy going down and performing role on my girl cock. I call it my girl dick, my girl cock, she, she cock, whatever you want to call it. Um, I do not mind having like a blowjob. Now, um, is the blowjob like the best turn on in the world for me? No. Does it turn me off? No, but it's not something that's going to make me come, I guess, if that's, 
yeah, it's not going to make me come. Like nobody ever makes me come from a blowjob since I transitioned. And that's mostly because the sensitivity is not as sensitive as it was when I was like, let's say in high school and I was, you know, going through like my initial puberty, you could quote unquote say male puberty, whatever. Um, yeah, I it's it's not the same anymore. Um, so I don't usually come from blowjobs. Now, I love, love, love having my balls licked and sucked. Like, it's my number one way to make me come. <laughs> it's the easiest and fastest way to make me come. So here's the thing with me when it comes to orgasming. We'll just jump right into it. I have to be jerking my cock. I can't, like, nobody else can jerk my cock. I have to be doing it. But I, I can help. And if he wants to, you know, essentially lick and suck on my balls, which they're always nice and smooth and clean and smelling good because I take care of myself, then that's a major turn on for me. And um, that will definitely make me come. Now, um, I also love being rimmed. I like when a guy, you know, tongue fucks me, fingers me, gets all sensual. I like it sensual. I don't like it when it's like just like random fast licks or like aggressive to the point that it's like they think that I'm if if they don't lick it aggressively, I'm going to be running out the door in five minutes because it's going to be over. Like, calm down, take your time, go nice and slow, sensual. Like, don't don't worry. Like when I get to like when we get to fucking, you can go balls to the wall. Like I love fast and hard fucking. But like when you're performing oral, I feel like it should be a nice sensual thing. Like I, I don't know. That's just my vibe with it. Like when I suck cock, I definitely get nice and sensual and like, you know, I go slow down on the deep throating, licking, you know, you gotta, gotta gag a bit for him, make him feel better for, you know, a better size and like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta take care of him. So I feel like if he reciprocates and he takes care of me with that sensualness, like the chemistry is absolutely there. Um, I love being throat fucked during sex. So if a guy has a really nice cock, I will literally hang my head off the side of the bed and just let him go to town throat fucking me. Um, it's a turn on for me, especially when it gets like sloppy and wet and gets all over like my face. <laughs> I'm getting too like into the whole vibe. I'm, I'm reimagining guys that have throat fucked me and that's why I'm like, anyways, we'll just keep moving on. <laughs> Um, as for anal, obviously I, ref I, I, I don't know anybody who doesn't prefer raw sex. I, I love being fucked raw, but do I fuck raw with everybody that wants to fuck me raw? No, I only fuck raw with people that I trust, whether that be, um, somebody I'm in a relationship with or, um, like the past guy that I was seeing from November until February. I've known him for years. We've never used condoms. I've never known him to be somebody to give me an STD. I get tested every three months and I'm on prep. We'll get into that another, we'll get into prep and stuff on another podcast episode, but I trust him. He's a like clean, healthy guy. And I feel like, okay, that's somebody I can trust. Now, if it was a Joe Blow off the street that I met at the bar, absolutely not. You're not fucking me raw. We're using condoms. But when it comes to when it comes to fucking um, an anal, um, 
I make sure, you know, I'm, I'm douched, I'm clean inside. That way, guys can just go balls, balls deep and pound as hard as they want. Because once I get used to it, I usually like to start on top, like riding for a bit, because it's easier for me to, I'm very tight, you guys. I'm very, very, very tight. And I'm not trying to brag. I'm just, I'm, it's like a, it's, it's a fucking curse sometimes, you know, like I'm just very tight. So I like to get on top usually first. And then once I'm used to it, I don't care what position we do, as long as you're fucking my brains out. And if a guy wants to play with my girl dick while he's fucking me, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Um, so I don't mind if he plays with my tits, if he chokes me while he's fucking me, um, even if he spits in my mouth while he's fucking me, or like, you know, rubbing the head of my girl dick, or stuff like that. Like, that's all turn on, turn on, turn on for me. So, um, yeah, those are all like my basics go to. I'm trying to think of if I, I missed anything that I'm like into or like. I mean, obviously, if I'm fucking with somebody raw and I'm attracted to them and I'm like in a relationship or whatever, I love, I love a guy to come inside me. Like, um, I don't know. I just, I prefer a guy to come inside me. Um, or on my girl deck, like pull out and come on my girl deck or on my tits. Um, those are the places that I like come where I don't like come. We'll get into that in the, in the turnoffs. Um, but yeah, that's generally what I like. I like kissing and making out during sex. My favorite position. Hmm. I like missionary and I like, um, I, I generally like, um, it's called bulldog and it's basically like, do I like doggy obviously, but bulldog is basically doggy, but they're not on their knees and holding your hips. They are actually up. Like they actually kind of like are up. So just Google it. Just Google bulldog anal sex on Google and go to images and you will see what I'm talking about. Um, and that position is actually so deep, like extremely deep. And it hits the spot. I'm so tight. So it's like so sensitive, but like, I love it. Um, but generally any position really, but that one hits on a different level. So it is reverse cowgirl. And yeah, I like um, writing and I like missionary. So those would be like my top positions. Um, so we're going to just take a quick break and then I'm going to come back and tell you guys my turn offs in the bedroom. Okay, you guys. So let's dive into my turn offs. Um, I don't. I don't not absolutely number one turn off. I do not fuck any guy in the ass. I am not a top. I will never be a top. I'm not interested in topping or fingering a guy or anything like that. Absolutely no way. Um, that is my major turnoff. I also don't like really feminine guys or any guys that want to wear a lingerie or cross dress or, you know, wear panties or... <laughs> anything weird like that. I, I just, 
that's not my vibe. I can't do it. I, I just, it's not me. So what else don't I like? Um, as I was saying, I prefer cut cock to uncut dick. So of course, there's that. And it's not that I don't like uncut dick. I don't mind it. It's just I prefer when the uncut cock either looks cut when it's hard or is like very, very clean. The skin's able to pull back. There's certain uncut men I have no problem with. And I I have a client that has a beautiful uncut cock. And I've let him throw fuck me and everything else. So it's been fine. Other things that I don't do in the bedroom that are turn-offs. Um, I don't personally play with anybody's feet. I don't like to play with anybody's feet. Uh, not my thing. I don't want to play with your armpits. Um, I've had clients and people play with my feet. I had a client once in Toronto who always wanted to lick my armpits. I don't ask me why. It's a fetish. I'm not, I'm not, everybody is into their own thing, but like, um, that's just not really my thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and I'm not dominant. So I don't like when guys are trying to get me to be like dominant in the bedroom or like dominate them. I'm, I am into dominant straight men. So when a guy is like, acting like a sissy or submissive or, you know, those terms out there, um, or a femboy or whatever. Like, I'm not into any of that. All a turn off, all a turn off, all a turn off always will be. Um, I'm very heteronormative in what I like in the bedroom. I believe personally to me, I believe that a woman is submissive and a man is dominant. And I believe that that's how it should be in the bedroom. When I watch porn, I watch straight porn. I don't watch, you know, the only time I, I, I won't say I don't watch gay porn. The only time I watch gay porn is that if I really want to see a good, like, ass eating video, I have to watch gay porn because cis girls never eat ass good enough. I don't know what it is. They just do not. On porn videos, they do not get in there and eat ass. Here's the thing. I, it's not a turn off for me to eat ass. I will rim a guy. I forgot to add that to my turn-ons, but whatever, we'll add it here. I like eating a nice ass, a nice, clean, muscle daddy ass. It doesn't have to be, like, super muscle muscular, you know, average to um, muscle daddy ass. Um, but it can't be, like, I don't want it to be, like, super hairy. So anywhere between smooth and a little stubble in the area is fine. Um... But yeah, I don't mind eating a guy's ass. Um, I, I believe that that's included with like, when you agree to give a guy oral, I feel like that's fair game. Now, if a guy doesn't want that done, so be it. But I don't mind it. I love it. I like, I don't know. I like getting in there and making them moan. And, and any guy that I've ever done it to generally had their mind blown and was like, oh my goodness, girls never do this. And I'm like, that's because you're not you know, dating the right girls. You're not dating trans girls. We'll get in there and do that stuff. But cis girls generally are not that down and dirty, if you want to call it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the other turnoffs that I don't like in the bedroom. Um, I'm not really into anybody, like, watching. Like, let's say if, like, it was, like, a married couple and, like, his wife wants to watch. Mm, I'm not really into that. I'm not, like, into, like, cuckolding or anything. Um, I'm not into a guy in chastity. 
Um, if he wanted to put me in chastity and pound the shit out of me, sure, I would do that. But a guy being in chastity, no. Um, what else am I not really into? Hmm. I'm not into like golden showers or anything like that. And that's just not my vibe. I mean, I had a couple exes, actually just one ex. I don't know why I said a couple. I had a one ex-boyfriend who was into that and I did it for him once, like not on me, like me doing it on him. It didn't do anything for me. I'm not really interested. Like it's just not my thing. Um, again, to each their own, because I understand that everybody has intos and, you know, turn-ons, turn-offs, whatever. Um, but yeah, g generally, those are my turn-offs. I'm trying to think of, like, anything else that I can't think of. I should have made a list before I did the pod, but generally, like, anything where a guy is, like, submissive or, like, wanting to be fucked or anything like that, like, that's just a major turn-on. Like, if a guy... I'm hanging out with her, whatever, immediately said, like, hey, can you fuck my ass tonight? Have a great day. Waiter, can I get the check? <laughs> you have a good life. Like, because I'm not into that. Like, to me, it's just not something a straight dominant guy would ask for. So mm -hmm. I feel like you need to read the room when it comes to stuff like that. And if, if you want to be with a girl that does that, then you need to find a girl that says that they're into that and is dominant and, you know, or will be a top. You need to go for people like that. Don't go for me. Don't go for me. This cute little femme flower, Kylie Karma online and think that I'm just going to like start reaming men's asses. No, I one time fisted a guy and, um, that's because he paid me like hundreds of dollars extra to do it. And I put a condom over my um, hand up to, like, my elbow area. Like, I rolled it all the way up. And, yeah, I fisted a guy. And if I wasn't getting paid, I wouldn't have done that. Like, this is all outside of my work, you guys. Like, when I'm talking about, like, my intos and turnoffs, you know, like, outside of my work. Like, I'm not into doing stuff like that. But um, it was an experience. <laughs> It was an experience, so I can definitely say, I guess I had that experience. Check. Not that I was looking to check that off, but um, yeah, generally that's my turn-ons and turn-offs. I definitely have more um, turn-ons than anything. Now, I forgot to add this to my turn-ons, I guess, um, about like my come volume, like when I come. So... Personally, for me, because I've been on hormones for like five years, when I come, it can either be like a little bit or nothing at all. Now, does it still feel the same way whether nothing comes out or a little bit comes out? Absolutely. It still feels like an orgasm. I still have the sensations. It's still sensitive. You know, a guy can still make my legs shake, but like if he's expecting a huge load and whatever, you got the wrong girl. I can't. Um, that's another thing that turns me off now that we're on the topic is being pressured during like sex. I, I hate when a guy is like pressuring me to come or come again or come twice or whatever it is. Like, I don't like being pressured. I just want it to be like chill and like relaxing and like, you know, whatever. But like, there's guys out there that will like make me feel pressured because I'm a trans girl and most of them are obviously fetishizing me because of it. Um, if I don't have a big load or if I don't like, you know, come the right amount that they want. And to me, that's disrespectful. And it's also being very uneducated on like, 
trans women's bodies, especially trans women who are medically transitioning and have been on hormones. And, you know, what you see in porn is not the same as real life. Um, I'm not going to go off hormones just to produce more come for you when the whole point of me being on hormones is because it makes me feel more comfortable in my body. So how I feel about myself and, and, you know, whatever comes first before your sexual fantasies. So, um, yeah, that's that on that. I don't like being pressured and stuff like that. And I, I really don't like when I'm having sex. Another turnoff is with a guy who is like, oh, let's do this. And then we start doing something. And then like a minute later, okay, let's switch to this. And then this, it's like, can you like slow the fuck down? Like, I'm not going anywhere. Like I'm not, you know, I don't, it's not Cinderella. I don't have to be home at midnight. <laughs> we can take our time. There's no rush. Um, but yeah, so I don't like, I don't like that feeling either. Um, but, um, one of my, also my turn ons, I forgot to add it. Of course, you guys can spank me. Um, I like dirty talk. Like I love when, like, I like calling a guy daddy in the bedroom. I like when he calls me like baby girl, princess, his little cum slut, his little whore, um, dirty talk is definitely a major turn on for me. Um, I love that. So, um, I think I pretty much covered all the bases. So I'm just going to leave it there. Um, okay, you guys. So the last part of this podcast, I'm actually going to let you guys know what not to say when you're introducing yourself to a trans girl, whether you want to date her whether you just want to go for a hookup, first of all, make your intentions clear. If you just want to hook up, make sure you're you're telling her you just want to hook up. Um, if you want to actually go on a date, have the balls to just say, hey, can I take you to dinner or something? You know what I mean? That's just from the get-go. Now, as for actually initially approaching a trans girl, please do not say these things. Do not say things like, I'm straight, but I'm attracted to you. It is 100% acceptable for straight men to be attracted to trans women. And the reason being I say that is everybody always thinks, oh, it's with, it's with between your legs that matters. No, it's not. Because if we actually went with what was between our legs, you guys, that would suggest that you will fuck anything with a vagina. And me and you both know that that is already not true. It's not just what's between the legs, okay? I know people just want to put labels on things and they want to just say, oh, you're gay for liking trans girls, whatever. You're not, okay? You're not gay unless you like men, unless you also want to be with a man sexually. You're not gay. You're not bi, okay? If you just like girls, trans girls and cis girls, you're fine. You're straight, okay? So you don't have to justify your sexuality to us. You don't need to say, I'm straight, but I'm attracted to you. Because when you do that, it implies to us that you are seeing us not as a woman, but as something else or a man. And that is a big red flag to trans girls, myself included. Um, so saying like, I'm attracted to you because I'm bisexual. Same thing. Why do you need to tell me that you're bisexual? If you like men, that's great. But why do you need to tell me that's the reason you're attracted to me? You know what I mean? 
Because to say, oh, I'm, I'm only attracted to you because, you know, I'm attracted to you because I'm bisexual, again, suggests that I'm not a woman, suggests that I'm something else, like a half and half that you don't see me for who I am. That is a major red flag. Trans women know who we are and we want to be respected and seen for who we are, especially with men that we're attracted to. Um, or saying things like, I've never been with a man before. Eh. Major, no, you do not say stuff like that. Please never say something like that to a trans girl because, again, it just tells us you don't see us for who we are. You don't respect who we are. You don't understand who we are. You don't understand us. Um, And please don't say things like, you make me question my sexuality. Why do I make you question your sexuality? Why isn't it society is actually putting toxic narratives into your brain from birth saying that it's taboo to like us. We're human. We're natural. It's natural to be trans. You know, I didn't just, you know, come at a chemical lab somewhere and like, you know, where they just made me. I came out of my mom's vagina just like you and I, I happen to be a trans girl. It It is what it is. So it's like, I don't, if I make you question your sexuality, then maybe we need to start having the discussion on sexuality saying, you know, why are we labeling things gay or straight or whatever strictly on body parts when there's a whole entire category of people that share the same body parts as cis people, but our bodies aren't exactly like cis people. Because if you're a man and you're listening to this, you don't have tits. You don't have female hormones, but I do, and I have a dick. So why is it okay for you to say that your dick is male, but my, I can't say that mine's female? You know what I mean? I know we're getting into biology and science and blah, 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 blah. But to me, trans bodies are a category of their own. And I think that more people need to start understanding that. And what would help is obviously if people, you know, education, healthcare, came up to the 2023. I'm not saying I'm the same as a cis girl. That's not what I'm saying. So don't get it twisted. I know I'm a trans girl. I have nothing wrong with my body. I know I have tits. I know I have a dick. I love it. I love my body. So don't get it twisted when you think that that's what I'm saying, because that's absolutely not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that trans bodies share similarities with cis people. And those similarities shouldn't only be for cis people's identities. So, you know, when you say, oh, having a penis is automatically male. Well, by doing that, you're taking away an entire people, like an entire group of people that are not male that have penises, like trans girls like me, and intersex people. Intersex people exist. What are they? You're just going to call them an alien? You know what I mean? So just be careful when you say stuff about your sexuality or being bi or I'm straight, but, or, um, you know, you make me question your, um, my sexuality, things like that are a no go. Do not say that. Absolutely. Under no circumstances do you, should you use the term she male, lady boy, he, she, the T R A N N Y word. I'm not going to say it because it's derogatory. Do not use any of these words to describe us. They are derogatory. It's like saying the N-word, you know, towards a person that's African-American. Do not, do not do it. Do not do it. You know, say like a girl like you 
before. I've never been with a trans girl before. Um, I've only been with cis women. However, just as be- you're just as beautiful as any other woman. Say things like that. Do not say things. Um, use words like like trans girl, trans woman, uh, or even just woman. Uh, T girl, girl, stuff like that. Um, I know that some trans women might not be offended by the words that you use. But there is a lot of us that would not like for you to use the derogatory terms. So please don't use derogatory terms. Now, another thing I like to say um, when it comes to guys approaching trans women is please stop making the emphasis on what's between our legs. Do not ask us if we've had surgery. Do not ask us questions like, have you fully transitioned? There's no such thing as a full transition, okay? You know why? Because transitioning is unique to every single trans person. Some I know trans girls that don't even want to be on hormones. Here I am, five years on hormones. I know trans girls that have been on hormones for years, and they have had bottom surgery, they had breast implants and everything else. And then there's trans girls like me. I don't even know if I want to have bottom surgery. We're all valid. We're all trans. We're all trans girls. So... Don't make the emphasis on what's between a girl's legs. Now, if you're only attracted to trans girls that are post-op or pre-op, you're going to run into problems because people are going to use the term chaser. Do I like that term? No, I don't like to call guys chasers. The reason I don't like to call guys chasers, honestly, is because I don't think we should be stigmatizing men that are attracted to us. But if you're going to run into um trans girls and make it about what's between their legs that is fetishizing us that's the part that makes it chaser like um so whenever a guy asks me what's between my legs especially on a dating app i always say to him there are guys that you know will fetishize me for having a dick between my legs and then there's guys that will only want me if I have a vagina between my legs because they're insecure. I like to avoid both groups of those people by saying, if what between my legs matters to you, then we shouldn't meet. Because to me, if you're attracted to girls, and specifically cis girls and trans girls, you should like a trans girl whether she has a dick or a vagina. It shouldn't matter. That's my personal opinion on that. Um, so those are just some tips on how not to approach trans girls. Um, I'm not going to get in too more deep on that because I don't want the podcast to be just too long. Just remain respectful. And when in doubt, just talk to a trans girl like you would any other girl. Don't treat us any different. That is the number one tip I can give you. Do not treat us any different than any other girl. Now, here's the thing. If a trans girl wants to vent about what it's like, being trans and, you know, things that she's gone through. Of course, listen. Of course, respect that. But when you speak to us, when you interact with us, when you ask us on dates and to go out and stuff like that, literally do it like you would any other girl. Don't, don't, don't get in your head about it. Don't overthink it. Um, if you're not comfortable with like, you know, 100% comfortable with the situation, then maybe, you know, Get comfortable with your situation before you insert yourself on trying to like hit on a trans girl because we don't, when you're uncomfortable and you're, you're insecure about us, it makes us dysphoric about our bodies, about our genders, 
and it's not going to end well. So just the best advice I can give you is make sure you are comfortable and confident with your attraction towards trans women, first and foremost. And then just treat us like any other woman. And that's the number one, that's the number one tip I can give you. Thank you guys for listening to my turn-ons and turn-offs and um, supporting my podcast and everything else. Make sure you guys check out the Discord server if you didn't. I posted it on my FetLife, on my Snap, my Instagram story, my Facebook, and my Snapchat story and all that stuff. So come and join us and, you know, come chat with us. I chat in the, in the discord chat every night. Like I'm all day long, like I'm, I'm on it. So like, it's the easiest way to like get in touch. If you just want to like follow along and like chat and like be casual, you can just make a discord account and you don't even have to put your real name. You know, you don't have to do any of that. You can just, um, follow the rules, but you know, you can make a random discord account and just join and like, you know, like be a part of the little Kylie karma community that I created on discord. Um, it's exciting. I wasn't, I was actually really surprised that so many people joined it because now we have almost 800 people. So it's just crazy to me, but thank you guys, um, for listening to another episode of keeping it real with Kylie. And I hope you guys all have an amazing rest of your week and weekend. Thanks.